0: Some viewers may find this disturbing. Your discretion is advised. Hi, my loves. It's Destin Choice and you're watching Choice TV. So today's video, we're going to be doing a nice deep breakdown of all the things that I'm leaving in 2023. Now before you say anything, yes, I know this video is old, but there's so much shit that happened in 2023 that a lot of us oftentimes overlooked, didn't really pay attention to, or didn't even give a chance to let it sink in because the year went by so fast. The year went by faster than you could say, happy new year. In 2023, we lost so many notable figures how fast grocery prices skyrocketed in a matter of months and how multi-society turned on their favorite celebrities and influencers but one of the most pivotal things that happened in 2023 is the constant inflation and the fact that inflation not only affected just the U.S. and just western society but it affected people globally to the point where many people ran the TikTok to express their outrage globally.
1: I don't know who needs to hear this
0: but outside costs a minimum of $300.
1: Stay your ass home okay stay home.
2: This is what $137 worth of like personal care items and a couple random things looks like in 2023. This is literally all we got guys. And it looks like more because I spaced it out to be aesthetic, but it's really not much like what is seriously $137
3: for soap, deodorant, toothpaste, hydration, and toothbrushes, coffee. what what is this?
0: Not to mention all the crime that skyrocketed in the inner cities.
3: We've seen the dramatic video. Bold, brazen, brash shoplifters snatching hundreds, thousands of dollars of items in stores across the Bay Area. It's happening all over the country. The losses are staggering.
1: $30 billion in retail theft nationally is absolutely... And just to make it
0: abundantly clear, I don't want this video to be too negative because even though there were a lot of things that did happen tragically in 2023, there were a lot of good things that happened around the world that fortunately does add to society. There's a lot of things in 2023 that I'm, and especially y'all need to leave in 2023 and all the good and bad things that happened this year. In August of 2023, Nicki Minaj made her video game debut in the new Call of Duty entitled Warzone for the company's season five release and the release was met with great reviews.
1: Late time is over when Nikki drops in.
0: 2020 was also the year where Raven's home decided to finally end the show, and it finally aired its final season. Now even though I don't know many people who watched that shit, I will say that the show was a great success and a lot of people were really thrilled with the finale.
2: Raven, Couture Couture magazine has named their designer to watch. Guess who it is. Let me see. Guess. Give me the magazine. <gasps> oh mama, look at you. Yep. That's
0: me. On top of that, this year we also unfortunately said goodbye to The Judge Mathis Show, which aired for 24 years and became nationally syndicated and will forever go down as a classic. 2023 was also the year where Angela Bassett finally got an Oscar nomination for her roles. We all know Angela Bassett is incredibly iconic and we all respect her craft. Whether you're white, black of this generation or the older generation, Every single one of us loves Angela Bassett and she finally got an Oscar nomination and she got an Oscar nomination for her role in Wakanda Forever, Black Panther. Now this was a really big film and it was huge in the box office and everyone thought Angela Bassett was finally going to win this Oscar. But unfortunately it was given to Jamie Lee Curtis, whom we all know for Freaky Friday and many of her other films. And as you can see, Angela Bassett, damn near, broke down crying. She was so sad and disappointed that she didn't even clap for Jamie Lee Curtis when she got the award. She was just so busy and so caught up on all the emotions she was feeling. Because you can tell she really wanted that Oscar. And it's disappointing because she didn't even clap for Jamie Lee Curtis. But I understand because this is the second time she didn't get an Oscar for a role that was so monumental we all remember her and tina turner and it's really disheartening to see that she didn't win back in 93 even though she killed that role and to see her pour her heart out in wakanda forever and not win i understand why she was sad but unfortunately a lot of people on twitter especially a lot of right wingers like candace owens had a lot to say about this
3: why was angela bassett expecting to win the oscar well maybe because she was black and she was nominated And the standards have shifted, and now people believe that if you're Black and you're nominated, then you you must be acquiesced. You must be given the award, because we live in post-George Floyd America. And if you don't get the award, then obviously it's because racism. It's not because maybe somebody acted better than you. It's because they have not yet realized that every single award in the entire world, whether earned or not, should go to a Black person.
0: I don't hate or dislike Candace Owens, but
3: (laughs) shut up!
0: Netflix finally made amends with Monique and gave her her well-deserved special entitled My Name is Monique. This was a full circle moment, because as we all know, Monique boycotted Netflix after they offered her only $500,000, despite calling her a whole legend, because they felt as though that she wasn't really worth the multi-million dollar investment, like Eddie Murphy, or someone like Martin Lawrence, or someone like even Tiffany Haddish. It was unfortunate because Monique famously boycotted Netflix in the year of 2018, and she even started this very necessary conversation of gender inequality in Hollywood and unequal pay. And of course, society mostly mocked her and Charlemagne even named her Donkey of the Day back in 2018 because she had intentions on suing the platform for gender and racial bias. Monique went on several press runs fighting for her voice to be heard and she even outed major moguls in Hollywood for spreading rumors about her being difficult. But of course, thanks to Monique's supporters, 50 Cent and her reunion with Lee Daniels, Monique was finally able to get what she wanted, which was fair payment and to spread awareness and ultimately it took five years.
4: Monique, why is she canceled? And then I I know Tyler wouldn't support that. He never told anybody, nobody not to work with her. When I talked to him, he was like, no, nah, I, I never told no one not to work with her. And I said, but you Tyler Perry, and you never told anyone to work, work with, with her. It. Wow. You know what I'm saying? And he was like, I never looked at it like that. Because I said, you, you just got to consider how like how strong your influence is at that point.
0: I love that from Monique. She deserves everybody's success and every single minute of that special being watched so please be sure to even watch it or stream it just to support Monique and let it be known that she is worth the multi-million dollar deal from the get-go. 2023 also became the year where we got some great medical news for society. The FDA finally approved the cure for sickle cell anemia disease in the United States, and this is monumental news considering sickle cell has plagued the lives of many individuals, especially individuals in the Black community. Scientists and technologists were able to use a gene-altering system called CRISPR in order to alter the genes of those who suffer from the chronic illness.
1: This week, the Food and Drug Administration approved a revolutionary treatment for sickle cell blood disease, a chronic debilitating condition that affects nearly 100,000 Americans, most of them with African ancestry. It's caused by an inherited genetic mutation that distorts the shape of red blood cells. Yale Medical School assistant professor C.C. Calhoun specializes in caring for people with the disease. When I talk to patients, my especially my young adults um, who have sickle cell disease, they often tell me it's a silent disease. I feel unseen. People can't see what it is that I go through, what I'm trying to navigate. And so what, in part, What this time represents is awareness and people seeing that sickle cell is real, starting to understand the way it affects people's ability to live life every day.
0: This may be good news, but unfortunately, Those who suffer from the illness will have to spend an arm and a leg just to get access to this new drug that will help fight off the blood vessel illness. And as we all know, sickle cell anemia is very serious because it causes extreme pain that can last for hours or days. And unfortunately, it's been passed down for many generations. And unfortunately, even though it is very rare, many people that we know do suffer from it. A reporter from the New York Times by the name of Gina Colada made it abundantly clear that much of this had a lot to do with racism. Hence why it took this long for the black community who's predominantly affected by the illness to see progression.
5: Is red blood cells get deformed and they get caught in blood vessels and people have frequent episodes of really unbearable pain that send them to emergency rooms looking for opioids and often they're dismissed as drug seeking. They get hospitalized. It's totally debilitating. In order to qualify, you have to have several of these episodes a year. And then the other thing that could make somebody ineligible is if their doctor thought they could not tolerate the grueling treatment. First, you have to have eight weeks of transfusions when people are trying to take stem cells, immature cells, out of your bone marrow. You have to go to the hospital and spend a month there. First, they give you very intense chemotherapy to just totally wipe out your bone marrow, which is the source of your immune system so that it's sort of cleaned out and ready for the gene edited cells that they're gonna put in. And then you have to wait for your bone marrow to grow back again. And so you have, you're you pretty much without an immune system for a month and people who are frail, who've had a lot of other things go wrong with them are not gonna be able to tolerate it, at least in their doctor's opinion.
1: Now the cause of sickle cell has been known for decades, but research seems to have languished uh, over over these, these years. Why do you think that is?
5: People attribute it to a couple of things. One of them is it was, they knew what the cause was, but they didn't really know what to do about it. So that was made it really difficult to try to figure out how do you treat this thing where you have one tiny change out of 3 billion DNA letters. One of them is changed and you have this awful disease. But another reason is there was not a lot of money poured into doing research on sickle cell. There's a thought that that had a lot to do with the population that was was affected, mostly black Americans, Hispanic Americans, many of them without much money, and they didn't have a strong advocacy group. People often compare it to cystic fibrosis, which strikes mostly white children, and it's about as common as sickle cell, but they had big fundraisers and telethons and Lots of advocacy, and people knew about cystic fibrosis, and money poured in, and there was a lot more research on cystic fibrosis than there was on sickle cell. So I think that one reason it languished was simply that people kind of didn't care
1: enough. Gina Collado the New York Times, thank you very much. But
0: honestly, that's another video for a whole other day. Also this year, an earthquake with a 6.8 magnitude struck Marrakesh, Morocco, unfortunately taking the lives of over 2,000 people and 5,000 people were sadly injured.
3: They're trying to take a look at their homes. Uh, Abdel Haq did say that as soon as they left and went to stay in the square, there was looting that happened and that, you know, he has lost all of his belongings. He doesn't even have papers for his children so they can attend school anymore. There is a desperate plea for people who say they can't return home. These homes are unsafe to get some government help. Now, the government is offering temporary accommodations. They're saying no, they want permanent apartments.
0: Then this year, the Passport Bros became the new city girls getting upset because Western women wouldn't assimilate, so they decide to pretty much go elsewhere in countries like Brazil, North Africa, East Africa, and even countries like Mexico so that way they could find the woman of their dreams who would basically give them what they wanted, which is assimilation and control. Victoria Monet got her first breakout hit single entitled On My Mama and now everyone is paying attention to her as a solo artist. Netflix shockingly casted a black Cleopatra in their new project produced by Jada Pinkett Smith entitled Queen Cleopatra and Egyptians and the right wing conservatives were pissed but Black Twitter was living for all the frustration because many characters have been whitewashed for giggles and conveniency and no one ever says a a P but want to go hard in the paint over this.
4: First of all, this is not a work of fiction. This is a documentary. This is a documentary. This is a huge difference. This is not the Little Mermaid, which is like a fictional character where you can anybody can play anything. The uh, uh, Cleopatra which came from a Macedonian Greek origin. And the thing is, it's not about like, the skin color, As I don't, we don't care about if they're black or white. It's about, it's about how Hollywood is so culturally sensitive, and they're so sensitive about all kinds of,
0: of minorities, but when it comes to my people, we seem to be erased. However, just play devil's advocate, Egyptians were not very happy. And a lot of them had a, ver- a lot of very justified reasons for why they were upset that Netflix casted a visibly black, phenotypically black Cleopatra.
2: Cleopatra was a direct descendant to the Greeks and Macedonian rulers that came after Alexander the Great. There's been a few different depictions of Cleo's looks that come from sculptures and coins. Some of them picture her as a beautiful woman, and others picture her as somebody with very masculine and sharp features. Everybody can agree that she has a sharp Roman-type nose and big eyes. While it's true that we can't pinpoint the exact tone of her skin, it would range from fair to olive or light brown skin. Logically speaking, as we all know, the ruling families in ancient Egypt were so protective of their bloodlines that they went as far as marrying their own brothers and sisters. In fact, Cleopatra is actually a product of incest, parents were actually brothers and sisters, and she married her brother. Who brought blacks in the mix? It's like saying Mother Teresa was Asian, or Mahatma Gandhi was Japanese, Or the earth is flat, even though we've proved a thousand times that it's spherical. It's absurd. This is serious. This is not a cartoon. This is historical docu-series. This is not even Cleopatra. This is Cleo culture theft. It's Cleo lies. This is Cleopatra? Really? This is not even about black and white. This is not even about skin color. So you can see why we're upset. It's the low effort. It's how historically incorrect it is. Like, come on. I don't know why the world won't just let us have our history.
0: one really knows what Cleopatra's race was because the concept of race was merely non-existent during Cleopatra's prime. It's mostly the media that has done everything they can to try to erase black people. But honestly, a black woman got casted as Cleopatra and she got a lot of media attention. I think that's a win, but, I do, but it does suck that her moment was taken away because the elites and the politically correct people tried to make this a big deal. But moving right along, Rihanna had her first highly anticipated halftime show, which was a major shock for many people because Rihanna, just like many other entertainers, refused to support the Super Bowl ever since the Colin Kaepernick fiasco. But ever since, like we all know, Rock Nation, all the other mostly black athletes got the NFL together, Things have been wildly different, overbearingly political, but it was still nice to see Rihanna kick off the 2023 New Year performing at the halftime show. She also revealed her second pregnancy where her son Riot Rose, and that was a big moment. On September 7, 2023, the Mexican Supreme Court unanimously ruled that penalizing abortion is unconstitutional, setting an important precedent across the whole country. For the longest time, abortion was frowned upon in the country of Mexico, and terminated pregnancy was even illegal with hefty fines and severe penalties attached to it. So unless you were in the state of Mexico City, you were basically going to get in a lot of trouble if they found out that you got an abortion. Women across the nation of Mexico will now have access to abortions as of September, 2023. It will be heavily regulated, but more women in Mexico will have access to abortion. Women celebrated in the streets of Mexico
2: after the country's Supreme Court declared that federal criminal penalties for abortion were unconstitutional. It's been a long, hard-fought battle for abortion rights activists. While it does not mean total decriminalization throughout the country, it means the elimination of the crime of abortion from the federal penal code. Although it is a code that was not being used for the crime of abortion, it is important in terms of access to services. Abortion rights have been expanding in Latin America. While 20 states in Mexico will still have laws against abortion, activists say this ruling is still a victory.
0: Many Mexican women and allies march with pride and happiness because women in Mexico have been fighting for this right for nearly a century. But Mexican politicians have fought against it. Mexican women will now have the right to pick and choose if they go through with their pregnancy. And the new generation of Mexicans are honestly here for it, but there are a lot of people who are still skeptical about it.
5: The decision is
2: receiving a mixed reaction on the streets of the Catholic-majority country.
3: I believe that we should not take anyone's life. We're human beings, and I think abortion, it is not right.
0: For example,
2: when a woman is raped, or when they don't want to have a child, I know that many people think, oh, well, why don't you give the child up for adoption? but they don't feel the pain that they went through to have it, and that's why I am in favor of abortion.
0: Former MMA fighter turned TikTok food critic Keith Lee broke the internet after he proved that you can still have a platform and you don't need to sell your soul for free food and a paycheck. Keith Lee famously did a nationwide tour going to several restaurants documenting his experiences across the US, enjoying all types of food from different ethnic backgrounds. This came with great controversy because Keith Lee not only put a lot of businesses in their place for piss poor service, but he also revived many businesses utilizing his 10 million plus follower base and turning them into a massive community that have carried him and his family out of poverty since leaving the MMA world. Sadly, Keith Lee faced tons of backlash from Atlanta business owners after many of them accused Keith of hating his own race and tearing down small businesses or family-owned businesses and that led to many Atlanta thugs threatening his family and his life if he didn't leave the city of Atlanta pronto, which he later complied and ran off for the safety of his own family. Keith Lee even recently received backlash closing out the year after he put out a list releasing his least favorite and top favorite cities in the U.S. to get food from. I'm personally confused because his food critiques are his personal opinions. 2023 was also the year that Instagram Threads made its big debut and shockingly became a wild success with over 70 million people joining the platform in a matter of a week and people quickly got bored of it. Then this year, unfortunately, we got horrible news that D Academics was accused of rape by one of his old flames.
5: I look crazy right now, but I'm not going to stand here and let this man continue to lie about me. That's not what happened. Academics, you know that that's not what happened. And for you to pretend that you didn't do anything, for you to pretend that you didn't do anything, that I just went to your house and I'm just some thought, like we didn't know each other for two years. You tried to save yourself after your friends assaulted me, whether or not you got drunk or not. I know that when you woke up, you were on top of me too. You raped me too. And a test, a rape kit was done. You know what? I'm going to come back with my own story. This what you wanted? And you're about to get it. I've been quiet for way too long.
4: I'm shaming her now. I'm shaming her. I said to her, I said, yo, I'm going to keep it a bean with you, bro. And you came to my house and had two niggas just fuck you raw. I ain't seen no condom, no none. I told her, I said, yo, you should go get tested, man. Like you done. I said, that's why yo, you should go get tested, bro. And from that moment, she started like, because she, the denial shifted and she kept like trying to like pivot on the denial to, yo, nah, send me the video. Yo, I'm pretty sure I didn't fuck him, and I'm like, bro, you fucked him. And she's like, no, 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 look again. And now I'm getting super tight because I'm like, bro, I'm not about to watch this video of you getting fucked, my nigga. Like,
0: it's on my surveillance. Like, bro, like, I was fucking with you. Like, what? you want me to watch the video if you getting fucked? DJ Academics has denied the allegations and even told his fans that she's a thief and a fraud, which then led to a social media battle and a back and forth. And eventually things got worse for the blogger because other women came forth and claimed the hip-hop blogger was offering to fly them out. When they were underage with alleged messages that have been leaked to the public. And then to put the icing on the cake, a clip of DJ Academics resurfaced of him saying a lot of very predatory comments about women who are 17 years old. And to keep it real, if you
4: think about it in the bigger scheme of things, there's not much difference between a 20 or a 17 or a 21 and a 17. Just kind of mean one's a minor and one's not a minor. But I will say, listen, I adopted this rule, which I think it was fine. I said, listen, man, as long as the chick got a college ID, she's getting f***ed. I don't care if she's 17.
0: I don't care if she's 17 and a half. I don't care if she just turned 17. She's going to get this dick. He's fucking disgusting. 2024 is going to be a storm for DJ academics. That's all I'm going to say. Then came out with a struggle explanation, which I personally was not buying.
4: At no point. Did I ever say that I fucked somebody under 17 or under 18? I was given an example of how, and and I want to give y'all this example before I play this whole clip. I'm going to play the full clip. I said, in college, people, I, I said 17 becomes a gray area because people don't ask for IDs there's some smart or sometimes people start kindergarten early and they'll get to college when they're about to turn 18, but they'll turn 18 in January and they get there in September when somebody's in college. And just like i say with high school, when somebody's in high school, if a nigga was in high school, I know somebody, and maybe I shouldn't say that, but I'm just going to be real. I know somebody who He had just turned 18 and he was dating he was dating like someone in a lesser class that this is high school there's people who are who end up being 18 in high school i was talking about being in an institution so college or high school where the ages are or a
0: little bit out of what is actually acceptable then on to some controversial news 17 year old moroccan and algerian teenager was of North African ancestry, Nahil Marzouk, was fatally killed over the summer in a Paris suburb by a man who has been identified as Officer Florian during a traffic stop. And unfortunately, after 17-year-old Nahil was killed, an egregious protest exploded across the city of Paris and its many suburbs to the point where 40,000 Paris police officers had to step in to keep the city under control.
5: It's
3: the anger of the last two days this march through the streets where an unarmed 17-year-old was shot down was never going to end well. Murderers, murderers, he shouts. And in present circumstances, he has a point. Even among those whose lives are rarely touched by tensions in the Paris suburbs, this week's shooting has been profoundly shocking. The mother of 17-year-old Nahel had led this march of protest and of memory from the top of a van, frequently pleading with the crowd for silence and for respect. But the cry here was, no justice, no peace. The anger goes much deeper than the death of one teenager.
5: Just one bad man in, uh, I don't know, in from uh, 100 police officers. There
3: are, I think, um, the half or more than the half of police officers are bad officers. We are enough. After George Floyd, after everyone, we are enough. Last night, the disturbances had spread beyond Paris with localised flare-ups across France. Tonight, the government will put 40,000 riot police on the streets if they can't talk the rioters down. They will try to suppress them by sheer force of numbers.
0: The incident occurred in early June at around 7 a.m. when police noticed A-Class Mercedes speeding through a bus lane and not yielding for pedestrians to the point where police turned on their warning lights demanding that the 17-year-old in the vehicle stop, but he refused. Up until the officers called for backup, which led to Officer Florian hopping on top of the vehicle and threatening to fire if the teenager did not turn off the vehicle and put his hands up. Sadly, Nael refused and proceeded to drive off, which led to the officer pulling the trigger. From that point on, Nael's family and many people took to the streets of Paris and many other suburbs across the city, demanding that the cop be charged with murder. Officer Florian was later taken into custody But the French white Marine commentator Jean Messiah, along with other pro police activists, created a GoFundMe for the police just in case he got laid off. And obviously he ended up surpassing the amount of donations compared to 17 year old Nahel, who was actually killed. This third a wild debate all across the city of Paris and the city of honestly the whole country of French to be to begin with, because there's been ongoing controversy of a lot of black people coming forward about how racist Paris is and how a lot of people in Paris are prejudiced. Because as we all know France as a whole has the largest black population in all of Europe next to the UK. So there's always been controversy about racism and prejudice and other people from European countries discriminating and mistreating other black people. And this has been a common thing to the point where a lot of black people can't get employed when they come straight from an African country that speaks French and even though they're very fluent in the language, a lot of them still talk about facing discrimination in many cases.
4: But you know, there's many kind of uh, things like that here but they are not filmed, you know.
3: These men are the sons of migrants,
5: and they say they suffer daily discrimination.
3: How tough is it
4: to be a young black man in Paris at the moment? It's very difficult. They see us as hooligans. It's difficult to get work and even to study. France say that we are equal, but sometimes you see that you're not equal.
0: But the issue is this. I do feel as though that if the young 17 year old had initially didn't run through a bus lane, had yielded for pedestrians and had stopped the car like he was supposed to, none of this would ever happened. Many people also unfortunately bought up his track record because you know how the world is when they see that a young person of color gets killed out of nowhere, people start bringing the person's track record. And even though it's not always relevant, in this case, people did feel like it was relevant because the 17-year-old always had a run in with the law. And unfortunately, his mother had to pay the end because she had to bury her 17-year-old child. She is a single mother, his father was nowhere to be found, and a lot of people felt as though that a lot of this could have been avoided if the 17-year-old had some structure and discipline in his life. They could have tried their best to detain him, they could have shot off the tires, they could have put some spikes on the road, which is something that police officers oftentimes do, and they could have slowed him down, but instead, the officer fired on him. Overall, it is unfortunate that a 17 year old boy lost his life because he was being irresponsible, being a kid, and he made a lot of poor decisions. And unfortunately, this was only news in Europe. The US did not talk about this at all. In other news, in the middle of 2023, rap mogul P Diddy famously gave back all the publishing he unfairly kept from all the artists whose careers he shelved in order to elevate himself back in the 90s and the early 2000s. And of course, it was a PR start to promote his new album, which, sadly, and of course, not a shock, flop because Diddy's time is up. And now it's time for him to pay for all the damages that he's done.
1: According to multiple reports, Combs' is re... Sean Combs is his full name, of course. He's reassigning the music publishing rights to artists who helped make his record label Bad Boy Records into what it is today. Artists who are expected to get their publishing rights back include the Notorious B.I.G.'s estate,
2: Faith Evans, and Mace.
4: And so, and so that I really wanted. I'm in a love era. I changed my middle name to love. My baby's name is love. Yeah. The album's called the Love album. And so, um, love wins. And that's the frequency uh-huh. that I am. I'm in, and I'm giving the world.
0: Not to mention, Diddy already made millions off of all his bad boy artists who signed awful contracts. So he realistically sold the leftover value of the publishing. Now we have some good news. Kanika Jenkins' family finally got a settlement of $10 million after six years of fighting and praying for the hotel to be held liable after security failed to do their job and monitor the cameras, which then led to the 19-year-old Kanika Jenkins walking around drunk and under the influence and then ended up accidentally, allegedly, accidentally locking herself in the freezer. The $10 million was split between Kanika's family and of course her attorney who got a couple million dollars because he fought very hard to even make this possible. In August of this year, Hawaii had its mortifying wildfires, which stirred chaos because it destroyed many homes, landscapes, local businesses and lives after the fire spread across the island. Many people and conspiracy theorists suspect that this was all a ploy to spread gentrification because as we all know, Hawaii is known for being one of the most beautiful countries in the world. It's wonderfully located. And Hawaii is incredibly significant to the super rich and tourists all over the world due to a diverse and strong climate. Westerners have been causing the island to be inflated in prices, and it's honestly been very overbearing for a lot of the locals who can no longer afford to even be on their homeland. It has caused many big corporations to move in and dilute the culture of the main islands to the point where many natives have been trying to gatekeep certain areas to scare off any potential gentrifiers, so seeing a lot of large amounts of landscapes be destroyed by fires and investors lining up to invest has caused many people to have their suspicions and think that this all might have been some type of ploy because where did that fire come from and why did it spread so widely on a country like Hawaii? Following the Hawaiian wildfires over the summer, Opal Winfrey's dusty ass and The Rock Dwayne Johnson's dusty ass were dragged to field because they asked regular working class people who follow them on the internet to donate their hard-earned money to help the natives and locals recuperate. Every person who called me and said, what can I
5: do, <laughs>
0: this know. is what you can do, the People's <laughs> Fund of Maui. All while they own several properties in the country and are some of the wealthiest entertainers in the world.
5: How does it feel to be here, ma'am? Well, it's a little overwhelming, you know, it's... <laughs> but I, I'm really so pleased to have so many people, you know, supporting and, you know, mm-hmm. people are just bringing what they can and doing what they can. So I came earlier just to see what people needed and then went shopping. Oh. Because often, you know, you, you know, make donations of clothes or whatever and it's not really what people need. So. We were so concerned about what was happening in Maui. you are
1: so concerned about what's happening in Maui that you somehow managed to hire a private firefighting team to protect your land? before the fires started. You're so concerned about what's happening in Maui that instead of taking some of that land and housing even a small portion of those displaced people, you've hired a private security team to keep them off your land. You're so concerned about Maui that you simply haven't had time to denounce any of the shady real estate deals which are robbing people of everything they have. You know, like the ones you were involved in that helped you acquire that land for pennies on the dollar of what it was actually worth. You're so concerned about Maui that instead of taking what would amount to a year's salary for you and four or five of your billionaire friends, which could be used to rebuild the entire place in a matter of months, you're jumping on social media and asking the American public, most of whom can't afford to pay their rent right now, to do it for you.
3: We couldn't even have our pastor come in and ask us if we need prayer in the very beginning, but Oprah could come in. Who is she? Who is she? They said, oh, she knows the governor. We didn't need her in there, in Bowen High. Get her out. We don't know. We also don't need people like Kaina Shiki telling tourists, don't come to Maui. Because some of us, thousands of us, work in the hotel industry. They pay our mortgage. They give us our medical. And the medical, Three besides the county, is pretty good for somebody old like me. So don't go tell tourists, don't come. Maui, because you're not speaking for us, the working people, you're speaking for yourself.
0: They later turned off the comments after all the backlash they received. 2023 was also the year that r singer and pop star Cassie finally went public and she filed a controversial lawsuit against her ex-boyfriend and labeled executive P. Diddy for abuse and accused him of human trafficking and years of harassment as an employee. Cassie didn't just come after Diddy, but she came after his billion dollar empire that he doesn't even really 100% own. So at that point, the lawsuit was above Diddy and his team completely settled within 24 hours, which didn't really help Diddy's case because after that, several women came forth and are now trying to sue him in hopes of making him pay for a lot of alleged damages that he caused some other women. A lot of women have came forth accusing Diddy of sexual assault, sexual harassment, and rape. And of course, Diddy has denied most allegations, but we already know 2024 is going to be real interesting for Diddy. And that's all I'm gonna say. I'll give it till March until we finally see Diddy crumble even more, right along with a lot of his relatives, unfortunately, because you know what they say, children pay for the sins of their parents. Then this year, Jennifer Smith, the queen of entanglements, released her controversial tell-all memoir about her rise to fame and multi-society dragged her because of her obsession with Tupac. And also we can't forget this wild moment where a young woman on Instagram was dragged to field after she refused to date someone who was taking her to Cheesecake Factory and social media would not stop talking about it. And now we have more relationship debates being bought up to the forefront.
5: Yes?
2: Uh, Would you want me to open the door for
3: you? Okay. Look at, look at. Are you? You're recording me? Yeah.
1: Yeah. This is the Cheesecake Factory. This is the Cheesecake Factory, y'all.
2: What's the problem with that?
1: This is a chain restaurant.
5: Who takes someone that looks like this? to
0: a then sprinkle sprinkle lady also known as shara7 became a viral sensation on tiktok even though she's been on youtube for over 10 years promoting the value of hypergamy and women all over the world absolutely fell in love with her
1: a man loves you i will never believe it because a man that loves you will find a way to pay them bills and make sure you're happy
0: pink sauce lady also known as Chef P, lost everything, made a GoFundMe after she poorly managed her earnings and reputation, but was lucky enough to get a donation from a few idiots, including all-star ball player Kyrie Irving. Most of social media had no sympathy for Chef P because she had a sloppy rollout for her initial launch for her new pink sauce, which, in my opinion, tastes very underwhelming. It's not really worth the money. It really just tastes like a sour, bitter ranch with pink dieting. She also made nearly a million dollars in profit, if not more, and because she poorly managed it, now she wants people to have sympathy for her poor money management. On top of that, when she finally decides to do things the right way and put the actual ingredients and actually put the actual serving sizes and the actual calorie intake out of nowhere, she finally decides to blast the company that helped her with her rollout by saying that they barely paid her just for them to come out and expose her for lying. It was just all a mess. And it's unfortunate the pink sauce lady, I really believed in her. And it's sad that everything is going downhill for her. But again, karma is very real. And people, when you get some money, make sure you manage it very well. It makes you take note of people like this because your money will go by very fast. In the year 2023, we not only saw many other people get justice for a lot of the fucked up things they've done to people, but we also saw someone like Danny Masterson who shockingly was known for being a predator in the entertainment industry. Danny Matheson from That 70s Show, who played the popular character of Stephen Hyde, was sentenced to 30 years in prison for raping three women from 2001 to 2003 in his Los Angeles home. This was a massive win for the Me Too movement, considering this was a high-profile case and the sexual assault occurred so many years ago, literally like 20 years ago, and the victims are just now getting justice. Mila Kunis and Ashton Kutcher secretly wrote letters to the judge requesting that the judge show mercy on Danny and this was eventually leaked to the media which led to, the former, which led to his former castmates Ashton and Mila Kunis issuing a clarification statement onto Instagram to calm down all the backlash they were getting and making it clear that they're not enabling any of the stuff Danny Matterson allegedly did.
3: A couple months ago Danny's family reached out to us and they asked us To write character letters to represent the person that we knew for 25 years so that the judge could take that into full consideration relative to the sentencing, not to undermine the testimony of the victims or re traumatize them in any way. We would never want to do that. And we're sorry if that has taken place.
0: The three alleged victims were members of the Church of Scientology, as was Masterson. All three women said they were initially hesitant to speak to law enforcement because they said church teaching discouraged reporting to the police. The woman eventually left the church and one woman claimed the actor shoved a pillow into her face in 2003 while raping her. Another woman who went by the name Jane Doe number three, who was dating Matheson at the time, claimed he raped her in 2001 while she was asleep. She and identified Jane Doe number two are also involved in a related civil case against Matheson and the Church of Scientology. These women have been fighting to get Danny locked away since 2020, and they are just now getting justice, even though the assaults occurred from 2001 to 2003. Then onto some more tragic news that devastated Gen Z. Euphoria star Angus Cloud passed away at age 25 years old. Angus Cloud played Fesco on the Emmy award-winning HBO series, Euphoria, and he immediately caught fans' attention with his smooth, charismatic acting skills and his charming blue eyes, but unfortunately, Angus didn't have the best rap sheet, considering most of his cast members knew that the Oakland, California native had a drug problem. It was even revealed after his death that HBO had been made aware of his infatuation with drugs like meth, cocaine, and fentanyl, and producers of the show offered Angus help, but he consistently resisted. There's even been videos and interviews of Angus acting a little bit odd and irrational and it definitely shows that he might have been under the influence. Everybody
1: invited to the cookout, you know what I'm saying? Everybody invited to the function, but you felt
4: me? The small person, that's family business, you know what I'm saying?
0: Angus's manager at the time, DeMoy Cordero, worked endless hours to build Angus's reputation. But sadly, Angus was wildly irresponsible with refusing to pay him on time for his efforts and Angus even neglected some of the work that he had to get done. His manager, Diamoy even tweeted a year before his death that he was done with Angus because Angus had a severe drug problem and that he was sick of putting up with him And a deleted tweet announcing his separation from the actor. On July 31st, it was announced by his family that Angus was no longer with us because his addiction to drugs got the best of him and his demons unfortunately consumed him. On September 17th, Irish from the 90s R&B group 702 passed away. 702, for those of y'all who were too young, was a girl group founded in Las Vegas and were put together by Michael Bivens from New Edition. The group initially had several members before it was narrowed down to just three and they instantly took over with their 1996 album No Doubt with singles like all I Want which for well, most of y'all know was featured in the film Good Burger. Get It Together and their biggest hit Stilo, which is one of their biggest hits that initially put them on the map but they really struck gold with their classic single in 1999 Where My Girl's At which honestly is one of my favorite songs. Uh. <laughs> Irish obviously was the fan favorite because, I mean, let's face it, she's fucking gorgeous. She's beautiful, and in my opinion, she kind of favors Haley Bailey a little bit. But sadly, the group eventually disbanded multiple times. Irish, unfortunately, had a long battle with an unknown illness, but it may have had a lot to do with her kidneys. Because for those of y'all who didn't know, Irish's sister, Irish, for those of y'all who didn't know, had a twin sister, got it know, named Orish, who died at the age of 27 back in 2008 due to kidney failure. Irish sadly passed away at 43 years old and many of her old friends and industry friends paid tribute to her on social media and even attended her funeral, which of course was live streamed on YouTube by the entire family so fans could tune in and be a part of the entire experience. Rest in peace to Irish and she unfortunately had to leave behind her son. Of course, we can't forget about Dwayne Keefe D. Davis, who was arrested for the murder of Tupac after conspiracies have circulated for over 27 years but Vegas PD had little to no leads of Tupac's Las Vegas murder, allegedly. But thanks to DJ Vlad being the person that he is and being the op that he is, constantly interviewing people and asking people odd and awkward questions, KVD accidentally told a little bit too much after a paid interview with DJ Vlad, and he basically was able to help Las Vegas PD put the pieces together. And it's unfortunate because it really took damn near 28 years for justice to be served for the rapper. But I'm glad some justice was allegedly served. Of course we can't forget when Donald Trump went to jail and his mugshot became a viral meme and without a shock he was immediately released and is shockingly skyrocketing in the polls despite the media's massive smear campaign against him. Summer Walker announced her fourth pregnancy with the black mafia actor Little Meech and fans were highly disappointed because that's now her third baby daddy with no wedding or serious commitment. And it's clear that after Summer Walker made all these albums and all these songs about heartbreak and learning her lesson, that she unfortunately still hasn't learned her lessons. Fans were also disappointed because Little Meech is also a serial cheater. He has been cheating on this girl numerous times and there's even been moments where he's been caught on ring doorbell cameras by fans who live next door to the women that he's constantly hooking up with. But of course, she's going to take him back and probably drop a great album the following years. 2023, Staley was also the year Kimora Lee Simmons and her daughter Aoki went on an expose tour of their father and media mogul, Russell Simmons, for being a narcissistic predator.
1: Very transparent in the fact that, in the sense that, you know, again, people know me. You guys know me. I've, some of you have never met me. You've grown up with me. You've seen my shows, you've seen my work, you wear my clothes. Um, others of you know me very well. You know me personally, you know, my kids, you know, my exes, you know, the dads, a lot of people here, um, know both of us, you know, and they know he's wrong. All the friends have said, this is wrong. This is crazy. We don't understand it, but they still support him. I feel like it's one of those things where he's just like a big, bigger than life kind of, you know, uh, powerhouse. And so he just kind of turns and manipulates the press and people and to believe, you know, anything like you like gaslighting, you know, like that didn't happen. I didn't do that to you. Uh, I didn't do those things to you. I didn't, you know, you're imagining things. How many uh, countless women have said this?
3: No, please stop with the bullshit about, I hope you find peace and privacy and this is venting. I have been dealing with this my whole life. This is not new, it's not
1: new drama. I went to college, I just got to New York. I might not even have a job
4: now. I don't fucking know. That will maybe downfall. you know? I guess if the name helped you get the
1: job, I help you lose the job. I don't fucking know. But I just feel like I did everything. So much patience. And it's like... <laughs> but you're not going to text me over and over calling my mom this and that and, and telling my sister this and that and sending people to threaten my sister. He sent someone to threaten my sister at her house. <laughs> you know my sister's a nice person. She's a a quiet person. Ming would never do this.
0: Many of this spiraled because it all started during Father's Day weekend when no one wished him a happy Father's Day because of course he doesn't have the best relationship with his kids. He put up a shady post making it clear that it was the mother's fault why he doesn't have a great relationship with his two daughters and of course they pretty much went the fuck off. They went on posting screen recordings of him going off, acting irrational, they went around saying that he's over here threatening the whole family and doing the most and that he's a control freak and so much more. Then as we all know Baddies on the Zeus Network became the highest rated web series averaging over 80 million views across all episodes. But let's see how long this lasts, considering the Zeus network is now going in a different direction with game shows and will now be going on the Netflix route with producing original TV shows and films. So let's see how long this reality TV fiasco lasts on the Zeus network. ChatGPT began to surge in popularity and it will likely be the downfall of our society, but that's another video. And as you guys know, ChatGPT is a very popular AI system where basically you can ask it any question in the world and more than likely it can give you a very good cohesive and strong answer, no matter what you ask it. Look at this. Let's say I have this problem. I just copy from my like homework, I'll paste it, and within seconds, it literally shows you how to do it, says how to do the
4: math, and at the end, the answer is, wait, it's coming. The answer is B,
0: B. And then you can go to the exam, you go to B on number five, question five, B. Later the same year, Nicki later dropped her highly anticipated album, Pink Friday 2, which was met with mixed reviews, but obviously dominated the charts, selling over 200,000 units in its first week. Then we can't forget about Kiki Palmer's baby daddy drama, piling over because Darius expressed disdain for her outfit which then manifested into more issues which then led us to find out that they were having issues of psychological abuse and physical abuse in their own household even though it looked like they were happily together and doing fine. Then as we all know Ray J randomly admitted after 15 years of lies that the Kim Kardashian sex tape was all the publicity stunt orchestrated by Kris Jenner and Kim's team in order to stir popularity for the reality show and her rise to fame was all built on lies. DM never seen her, but she was
1: playing with me and she know I had the sauce. So I said, somebody better hit me back right now or I'm, I'm spilling all the beans and I'm taking y'all down. She hit me right back. Two hours later, how many followers she got? 300 million? Yeah. How the fuck you see me in there? You know what? Because you saw the truth in there. And, that's the, and then you start responding to me and talking to me every day, trying to make sure I'm okay. But you make you let the people think I'm some kind of sleazeball and some kind of loser.
0: And it all started over a scene in the new Kardashian spinoff on Hulu where basically their son, St. West went out of his way to play Roblox. And out of nowhere, he saw an ad of Kim Kardashian and Ray J being intimate. Kim Kardashian was pissed. She expressed outrage in the episode and she was very disappointed because she feels as though that no matter what she does in her life, that sex tape will always follow her. Unfortunately, Ray J was not very happy about that because this makes him look bad, and a lot of people start hitting him up, blaming him for her whole children, even seeing a sex tape that he allegedly leaked. But come to find out, Ray J didn't leak it on his own, at least.
1: Because y'all want to have fun and get ratings, that sex tape shit y'all did on Hulu was the highest rated Hulu ever got. On my demise, though you just doing a storyline so you could just be entertaining and you keep moving. Next week it's, we're gonna get rid of him, next week it'll be Pete, next week it'll be Kanye. Like no, it's you. next week it won't be me, but you trying to make me feel okay and trying to make me not go at Kanye and do this and that. Dog,
0: that's janky as fuck. And to think it was all an elaborate plan to help Kim Kardashian's career and it actually worked. And look what Kim Kardashian became compared to Ray J. Of course, Kris Jenner has denied it all and clearly Ray J is very much standing on what he had to say. But all I'm gonna say is this is all Ray J's fault and no one has any sympathy for him because he let all this happen. And let's not forget that Ray J is collecting a pretty penny off of the Kim Kardashian X-rated tape throughout all these years. The Netflix series, You, announced its final season on Netflix and almost everyone was devastated because as we all know, the drama series is a massive hit all across the world. 2023 was also the year that Twitter and Instagram gave away blue check marks in exchange for a fee, which now gave everyone leeway to feel like a celebrity and to feel important, causing a divide in celebrity culture and regular people who also want to be celebrities and make celebrities feel like they ain't shit. TV host and legendary media personality Jerry Springer tragically passed away at the age of 79 and the internet was shocked. Then we can't forget about legendary rock and soul singer Tina Turner, who passed away at the age of 83, leaving fans devastated. Ice Spice became the hottest female rapper to go super mainstream since Meg Thee Stallion, literally surpassing all the female rappers in streams and co-signs, and she even got her own endorsement with Dunkin Donuts, she got her own Chia Pet, and even got stamped as a Princess of Rap by Nicki Minaj for some odd reason. I mean, I don't know about Princess of Rap, Ice Spice is definitely on a crazy rise and honestly, most of us are excited to see how far her brand goes in the near future. This was also the year that Emmett Till's accuser, Carolyn Bryant, passed away and everyone on Twitter had a fiesta because for years, people have tried to reopen the case involving Carolyn Bryant, Emmett Till, because people want her to be condemned for her lies after she lied on a 14-year-old Emmett Till and claimed he made sexual advances towards her, which then led to her elder racist relatives and friends kidnapping the 14-year-old and murdering him and even pulling out his teeth. As we all know, Emmett Till was a big deal and was a big reason why the civil rights movement sparked. And it was such a big deal to the point where even Bill Cosby played a role in that civil rights movement because it was horrendous what they did to that little boy. It was so awful to the point where they even literally had an open casket funeral and the media took several photos to the point where he even spiked global outrage because it was so gruesome what that what, what this bitch did to this boy, and including her what where her I don't give a fuck like if she's passed away or not, but it's fucking gruesome what this bitch and her siblings and her fucking siblings friends did to this little boy. But it's unfortunate because as we all know, she did write a book and she said that she will have it released right after she passes away. So it'll be astonishing to know what is in her book when it does come out. I don't have anything to say. Then The well-established country of Brazil adopted the Chinese yuan and ditched the U.S. dollar in order to expand its relationship with China, which honestly (laughs) is a recipe for disaster and y'all better be ready for what happens in the next five years, that's all I'm going to say. Chance the Rapper was dragged on Twitter and by the entire public for dancing with another woman at a Caribbean carnival. Chance the Rapper received backlash and famously ignored all the backlash even though he embarrassed his wife. Then this year, we all got some shocking news for a lot of us who are in the YouTube community. YouTube muckbangers Tay and Lou famously broke up and had a nasty public feud, which led to them constantly exposing each other on both their YouTube channels.
5: Nerve-wracking decision for me to make because I'm not going to lie, I wanted to get on here and I wanted to speak about it tonight. However, I refuse to move with haste. I have nothing that I'm ashamed of and I repeat that I have nothing that I am ashamed of.
4: I just want to calm night, Lou, and you're getting aggressive. You spit on me now. You know you have to leave. You know it's time for us to separate. Like, I don't understand why you're doing this. Why? You're to the point of spitting. You're angry. <laughs> why did you throw a crock pot at my head? Why? Why do you why do this?
1: Are you, why are you who you are? Why did you throw a crock pot at my
4: head? Why are you who you are? Why did you throw a crock pot at my head?
2: Cause they're not worth it. Everybody's saying I should show
4: proof. I already have, y'all. <laughs> it's on Instagram right now. You go to my page, you go to the thing I've already showed it. And I had to show it because she called me a liar. Like,
0: <laughs> I did speculate that it all might have been fake and for views, but it's abundantly clear that they really do not like each other and that their relationship is honestly over. She even went as far as even saying that Lou is a narcissist, to which Lou denied most of the allegations and said that Tay is not being completely transparent about everything. Jonathan Majors was arrested for physically assaulting his girlfriend and it spiraled into Disney and most of his endorsement deals dropping him, including his publicist and his manager, before he was even found guilty and he also began dating Megan Good. Then this year, Six Nine, as we all know, sadly got his karma because, as we all know, he was dragged and beat the fuck up by two men in a LA fitness gym in Florida. Krishan Rock got pregnant, gave birth, and famously named her son after herself just to spite Blueface. And she famously covered up her neck tattoo of Blueface. But of course, Christian's gonna just take him back anyways and most of us are gonna forget that she even existed in the next year or two. Let's also not forget all about the happy homes that ended up being not so happy in the year 2023. In 2023, Tia Marie, unfortunately called it quits with her husband, Corey Hardick, after 20 years of marriage because things got so bad between them. Tia never went into detail because of course she wants everyone to mind their business, but people assumed cheating had a lot to do with it and financial issues had a lot to do with it. But again, those are just rumors and allegations. But Tia has remained cordial and is currently co-parenting with Corey peacefully and has pretty much kept the public out of her business and she's making it clear that she's trying to do her best to live her happy single life. Then, Jeannie Mai and the rapper GC sadly called it quits after their daughter Monica was born. Nobody really knows why they broke up, but a lot of people feel as though that it might have been familial, cultural differences and alleged infidelities. I
2: think I'm doing better now, you know? I think um, at the time when I found
3: out, you know, at the same time as the rest of the world that yeah. my marriage was ending in divorce, I was gutted.
0: Kim Kardashian, of course, made history after creating and licensing the first ever Nipper bra for her Skims line. Beyoncé then finally had her nationwide and international renaissance tour and the whole world went crazy, memeing almost every single event, every single performance, and we also got to see Blue Ivy's debut. Krishan Rock famously got her sister Tzatziki jumped on TV and it unfortunately backfired and worked in her sister's favor because Tosiki ended up beating the hell out of the girls that were set up. And Krishan's sister Tzatziki not only beat both those girls up, but she also became the breakout star on the baddies reality TV series. Doja Cat disrespected her fan base nonstop in 2023 after it became clear that she was losing her damn mind and she was sick of being famous, especially at the level that she got.
2: I used to like your music, but you treat your fans like dude, literally suck. You act like I have some responsibility to be like babying people and treating people like stupid, but they're not stupid. That's why I yell at them I don't like that. I'm not your friend. I make music and you like it. And if you don't cool, great. I don't give a f- I'm not doing it so that you like me. I'm doing it because it's fun.
0: Then out of nowhere, Doja Cat released her low energy yet catchy single paint the town red and it pretty much blew up the airways and everybody was singing along. You can't forget about the Squid Games game show that broke the internet and had millions of people tuned into the show. And of course, as we all know, legendary Colombian singer and Grammy award-winning performer Shakira faced scrutiny after she dodged paying taxes from the years 2012 to 2014. And if anyone knows anything about Europe, Y'all know that Europe, especially Spain, they do not play when it comes to taxing the wealthy.
2: For the second time, singer Shakira is being charged by the Spanish government for tax evasion. Prosecutors say the pop star failed to pay more than $7 million in taxes on her 2018 income. Shakira is already due to be tried in Barcelona next month in a separate case that hinges on where she lived between 2012 and 14 and
3: taxes that she allegedly failed to pay.
0: Shakira was also part of a massive leak of a lot of accountants called Paradise Papers, which basically was a random archive that was leaked to the media and the public showing that a lot of celebrities, politicians, and entertainers were trying to basically hide within the cracks and basically cover their asses by basically trying to forge taxes and trying to do tax evasion. This was a massive global leak and it not only included American entertainers, but it also included global politi- politicians all across the globe who were trying to clean up their money and hide from taxes. Now, even though a lot of celebrities entertainers got their fair share of backlash and scrutiny from the IRS and many other governments across the globe, Shakira got tons of backlash and tons of media scrutiny. Shakira later settled her issue with the Spain government and took a plea deal to pay seven million dollars in fees and a three-year suspended sentence, with her acknowledging barely any of her fault but why she was severely dishonest with her tax preparation and reporting.
3: Convencidos de que podríamos demostrar
2: su inocencia, pero las circunstancias han cambiado, y la señora
3: por aceptar este acuerdo. Por los
0: que de, de the Grammy award-winning artist Shakira claims she is only settling for the sanity and sake of her children because she doesn't want them to see her stressed out and rather put her energy towards her world tour and her upcoming album. So honestly, with all the shit going on in 2023, I really can't wait to see what 2024 has in store. But anyways, please be sure to like, comment, subscribe. Keep your thoughts and opinions in the comment section down below. Tell me what you guys thought I should have mentioned. Tell me what I missed. And yeah, that concludes this video. I hope you all have a blessed, happy new year, and I hope everyone makes good decisions and understand that if you're still breathing and you're still alive, you still have time to do everything and anything you want to do. Choice out this bitch. Why don't we, why don't we, why don't we, why don't we fall in love? It's so many reasons, it's the only thing that matters to me it's so many reasons it takes such a load off to let you know that you're the only one i won't ever want to go think i never did know what to do a love i never felt now i feel for you why don't i just swallow each and every ounce of my pride everything you do i want to feel again Ain't no use for us to pretend, cause why do we, why do we, why can't we, why do we? Why can't we? Why do we? Why can't we we, we fall in
5: love?
0: That's all you get for free. Thanks for watching, y'all. Follow me on Instagram and join my Patreon.